What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight, well, it's just me and my buddy DB. What's up, Dogbot? Not much. Um, I have some micro wolves here at the kennel this weekend, and uh, the micro wolves and the chupacabras are. Uh, it, it's hard to tell if they're playing or fighting. It seems that they're generally getting along, um, but just got to keep them from interbreeding. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to trying to keep a pure stock here at the Chupacabra Kennel. Well, yeah, I, I can imagine. But I, can you imagine what a micro wolf Chupacabra hybrid would be like? Like the hybrid vigor. Think of the hybrid vigor. Uh, it's be very expensive in the. Uh, you know, feeding department. Yeah, yeah well, you know, a, I mean, yeah. I've got I've got my first hen uh, going to hatch out some eggs probably this week or next. To see how that goes. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll you know maybe we'll start breeding more chickens. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe we'll just turn it into a whole thing. I mean, I'm sure once once the whole chupacabra phenomenon like takes hold, people everybody's going to want one. You know, especially. Especially if shit hits the fan and like everything goes to shit and it turns into, you know, like an end times, you know, doomsday, um, Mad Max scenario, you know, you're, you're going to need a chupacabra to help protect you and your stuff. Right. I mean, isn't that, isn't that what it's all about? Like they're, they're kind of like a, like a home defense sort of a pet, right? Uh, not so as much as like a Doberman or a German shepherd, but yes, I can see how that might be a functional use for them. Oh, okay. But so, it, don't worry, you know, about defending your stuff, because during the Great Reset, we won't own any stuff. It, it'll all be rented. Right. Right. Everything's going to be, be the, rented. It'll be the, the gig consumer communist life, man. Oh, God. It's going to be great. I know. It's the great, I mean, it's going to be great because it's literally the Great Reset. It's in the so. name. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's in the it's name, baked in the cake. It, it's, it's baked in the cake. The name... Says it right there. Great. If it's, I mean, why wouldn't it be great if it's in the name? Yeah. Why would? Well, yeah. Why would they? Why would they call it like the, you know, mediocre reset? Right. It's not. Yeah. Exactly. It's not the mediocre canyon. Right. right. It's the Grand yeah. Canyon. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. They don't just give out those blue ribbons, right? PBR earned right. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Good lord. So. Reinhardt and Jack are not with us this evening. Uh, Jack Jack will be with us later. Jack uh, had a scheduling mix-up or something to do with working on a buddy's vehicle. He's being he's being a he's being a mensch right now. He's being a good boy. He's helping a buddy of his out with some mechanical work. So I have it on good authority that Reinhardt got assaulted again by the albino gorilla. Yeah. On- on Ape Mountain, yeah. and uh, this is this is slowly becoming a thing. He's going to end up becoming kind of like the Van Helsing of albino gorillas when this is all said and done. Well, and, I'm yeah. thinking that somebody just needs to go up there and put that thing down. Right, but it's going to have to be Reinhardt, you know. Reinhardt well, it has to be, is, right. Yeah, like he's going to have to, there's going to be a whole training montage of him oh, God. Uh, learning how to grapple with gorillas be, and uh, learning cool how to use crossbows music? and stuff like that. And he's, yeah, he's going to have to slay the albino uh, gorilla himself. It, so. But is it going to be, is it going to be like cool 80s music montage or like what kind of montage are we talking about here? Uh, I'm thinking John Parr's St. Elmo's Fire will have to be playing in the background. Oh, you know, Lord. 
That'll be the break song tonight, by the way. Uh, John Parr, St. Elmo's Fire. St. Elmo's Fire? Yeah, uh, Man in Motion. I thought that was Chariots of Fire. You were thinking. No, Chariots of Fire is the, the really famous slow piano. Right, the running Okay, Chariots yeah. of Fire is that, and then then the other is uh, St. Elmo's Fire is... Yeah. Well, St. Elmo's Fire... I can Fire, see a new horizon. See, yeah, right, 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 right. That's yeah. right, yeah, that's the... Higher and higher, yes. And eagles flying higher yes, and higher. Yes, yes, yes. It's been in literally Love every Stallone movie where he does something athletic. I get it. Uh, man, I forgot what I was going to say now. Or that one song from Transformers, uh, The Touch. Like, I don't like you could have that playing in the background. Just... You got the touch. Dun, dun, dun. You got the power. Yeah. They literally say yeah in that. I know. Song. I know. So did, <laughs> so did you. So did you. All right. Yeah. Um, I had something I was gonna say about the gorilla. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Did you see that thing that somebody sent me about the gorilla conspiracy? Oh, gorillas are fake. Yeah, gorillas are I fake. Mean, it's, it's up there. It's up there with birds or robots, right? Yeah, gorillas being fake is up there with birds being robots. But the guy did ha- make some very good points. Uh, with the, 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 well, no, I mean, you know, they, they have to make, look, in order for one of these harebrained, like absolutely retarded conspiracies to take root and take hold, it has to be slightly believable in some ways. You know, it can't just be completely out there, you know, nobody's going to, some of the stuff, well, I don't know, man, some of the stuff with Q is absolutely completely out there, but. And some of the things that we have um, leaned towards more and more do do sound like they're completely out there when you, when you first start talking about it. But then the more you discuss it, the more you rationalize things, the more you do the experiments, the more you look at things through the right set of eyes, through the right lens, you realize that it's not that crazy. But uh, no, the gorilla conspiracy. Okay, so the red pill is that uh, gorillas aren't real. And... Um, Yeah, so the making of these fake animals is something the elite, those in the club, if you know what I mean, have been doing for a little while. They'll make these random animals and convince people that they're real. Interesting. This is the original thread, okay? So, oh, you got to be logged in for the OG thread? That sucks. Um... So apparently all of the high-quality videos you see of Gorillas in the Wild or the documentaries, there's setups which are just like Hollywood movies and are likely to contain hidden symbolism if you have an open and sharp eye to see. So, watching the video, this is the uh, mountain gorilla trekking uh, Virunga in uh, the D- Democratic Re- People's Democratic Republic of the Congo. Any, anything that's called the People's Democratic Republic usually is not any of those things. But um, it's, pretty, it's a pretty bold proclamation, isn't it? Right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, uh, but all, all democracy is mob rule, right? So like yeah, it, I mean, it may actually be. On it actually point. makes more sense that a democracy would work in an African country than it would anywhere else, because yeah. of the whole mob rule thing. But uh, yeah, you watch it. You know, um, don't see anything really significant. Maybe things like like you know flies and mosquitoes and stuff not really getting on the gorillas as much as they are other animals. You'd think that gorillas are kind of you know big, large, bo written things uh there's not a lot of muscle contraction that you can see 
when uh, the big gorilla is like moving his arms around, you don't really see a lot of pectoral contractions like you you think you would see with a thing with such big pecs. Um, the fur looks very, very clean, almost synthetic. I don't know. It's not really not really that much, you know, paying attention to. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I buy it or not. But uh, I think it's patently unfair that we are discussing this when the number one gorilla respecter on the show I know. Is, is out with a gorilla bite. I know. So it's, it's, it's not like, really fair. I should stop. I should just stop and just. It's kind of you know. Yeah. I feel I feel like somewhere he's going to be listening to this and like he's going to be you know, his fever his it, like the his fever heart rate is going to jump up by thirty yeah. points and he might break a fever you know well hopefully he will break the fever that's the problem is the fever he's like you know the fever needs to go away um, yeah we'll so, save the rest so, of this. we'll save this uh, there's a whole lot more to it and it involves like Gorilla Glue the company and uh, a gold teeth company let's just let's leave it at that. Okay, so, so um, in an in an old Mister E video, mm-hmm. uh, he was talking about how uh, some mainstream media news site had picked up on his "all celebrities are trannies" thing. Sure, and they they brought up as a canard that he that something about him thinking a lot of zoo animals are fake as a way to further discredit and make him sound crazy. Sure, during during the hit piece. Is this from that side of conspiracy internet that uh, the is is that what is that what we're getting into here? Is that some zoo animals are fake stuff? Probably. Like, yeah. I mean, this is. I mean, dude. I obviously, obviously don't buy. Because when I when I first heard when I first heard him in that video talk about that, I'm like, wait, what? You, hold like, on. I, you, wait, you heard Mr. E talk about fake animals? Yeah. Or you heard? Well, no. Mr. E was talking about how when they were smearing him in the news oh, piece, oh, okay. that, that, okay. he, that he also... They said like, that. Okay. And he also thinks that these zoo animals are fake. They right. They even exist. Right. Kind of like, yeah, it, it, like when it, they did the hit because piece. Because the, the celebrity tranny thing isn't enough for the news piece, right? Sure. You have to add something like zoo animals are fake. Right. In order to in order to really in, in order to really fucking put this guy deep into the ground so nobody ever listens to him. Well, the thing well, right, well the thing is is that uh, people it's believable that, you know, all the women in media are trannies. It's believable after watching his videos and doing the research and staring at them, staring into the void of the axe wound. Uh but I love his, I love his term slave new world. Like that is good stuff. That's a good Slave one. New I f- World. I forgot that. Yeah, I forgot that he he says that. Um, yeah, that would be a, such a good band name, right? <laughs> it, it really would be. Too bad it's not the nineties. Yeah, no, you're right. No, that, that 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 the time for that band has passed. But yeah, okay. So this is definitely like a silly conspiracy that's like funny and fun. But uh, the ties with the Gorilla Glue and the Gold Tooth Company and all the Masonic stuff, that stuff's actually there, and that actually is kind of creepy and weird. Somebody tied that in separately. And anyways, well, we'll wait for Reinhardt. And because I, and, and I, I don't actually believe gorillas aren't real. Because I don't, yeah, I don't believe that, okay? I've seen gorillas. I have too. I, yeah, but okay. dude, they could be. Like, dude, have you seen the new animatronics? Like, have you seen the stuff at Disney? Like, the real, you know. I've seen gorillas for years, though. Have you though? Yeah, at the zoo. Yeah, at yeah. The zoo separated by four inches of glass and about twenty-five feet. 
Oh, come on. I'm not saying, dude, I'm not, look, look, if they can pull off, if, if they can pull off something like a reset, they can pull off gorillas. That's all I'm saying. They pull off dinosaurs, next, right? Yeah. Next, next thing you're going to tell me is that bonobos are just chimpanzees with a, with a more aggravated sex drive. Probably. Uh, see, the, the difference between bonobos and chimps is literally what? Like two parts of their DNA. It's like they're identical except for what? I mean, honestly, I don't know. I don't know what the difference is. I've never really studied bonobos and chimps, to be quite honest with you. Uh, to to the layman, you could mistake the two for one another, I right. suppose. Right. Like, the, like an average... Bonobos are more slight of frame. Okay, they're not as burly and muscular. They don't. Yeah, they're, yeah. Okay, they're okay. Um, that's the that's the that's the most uh, that's the most glaring difference to me. Okay, I, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know much. I don't know much about any any of them. I I couldn't tell you the difference if you put them in a lineup. They they the air quote evolved on opposite sides of a gigantic river that neither species can cross. So. Hmm. And that's why they evolved differently and have different social behaviors and sexual patterns and whatnot, right? Uh, basically. Yeah. And they also discovered a six-foot-tall chimp that that hides very well in very large trees recently. Well, about about six years ago, dude. Uh, deeper in the Congo. Okay, so. and that's what gets me about the whole Bigfoot thing is they're still discovering shit. Okay, first of all, the great apes were only discovered in what 1885 something like that right uh, uh every single great ape that we're familiar with the orangutan the gorilla the chimpanzee mm -hmm. bonobo okay apparently uh, and, well bonobo but but the bonobo was basically considered a chimpanzee i'm gonna until, add that in there from until, now on if people don't until add until that the in mid 20th there. century i think okay. but it, 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 anyway the, the top three right sure, sure. they they were all discovered during British, uh, uh, like after British colonial expansion, and once once the colonies were established, then then they sent in the explorers, and the explorers found them in the mid eighteen hundreds. Wait, mid eighteen hundreds. What else happened in the mid eighteen hundreds? A lot of things happened in the mid eighteen hundreds. Oh, a friend. lot of things seem to happen in the mid eighteen hundreds. Yeah, when these explorers were sent to different parts of different places, and they explored, huh. and they came up with these amazing stories, and they found all these things in these places and discovered things. Wow, yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting that these. And the other thing about the great apes um, is that everything we have. I now somebody's going to read in the comments or in the in the chat or something. You know, we don't know literally everything about everything we're talking about. Around here, but um, all of the remains of prehistoric apes and uh, any like in betweens and stuff, right? From from what we have now, like mountain gorillas and whatever, all the prehistoric evidence of great apes that we have could fit in a five gallon bucket, realm wide, right? Like the whole everybody's, you know what I mean? So there really isn't any sort of real in-depth his history to be able to study or, you know, um, any fossil record of prehistoric great apes. Uh, we assume, you know, a lot of, a lot of the stuff that we, we quote know about them is assumptions. Johnny, are you telling me there is not an entire intact gigantopithecus 
skeleton somewhere in a museum? No. So how much do they have of I, the Gigantopithecus? I, I believe of the Gigantopithecus, they have a, is it a thumb or a pinky? It's one finger and part of a jawbone and a piece of the forehead, I believe. About that much. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm that, close. I'm, I may be overstating that, what they have. Extrapolated right. an entire an entire megalithic ape from it. Right. And I'm talking like, what, a 12-foot ape, right? Gigantolipithecus yes. is like 12 megalithic. feet tall. Yeah, like, megalithic. Like, just yeah. like, yeah, just... Not Kong. We're not talking Kong here. We're talking like megalithic ape. So like apes are... What is megafauna it? ape. Sorry. Or, or, yeah, Me megafauna. Megalithic is stone, but me megafauna. Me like right. an entire megafauna ape. Right. Because uh, they're... Because... And the way that they go about it is, is, well, we have intact statue... We have intact skeletons of... Uh, of elef elephant analogs, uh, sloth analogs, and uh, bear analogs, and and, and other and uh, and cat analogs, right? So, so we should have did, what they did was what they did was since they found these bones, they said, well, let's uh, let's do a size difference ratio based on uh, based on what we have and what what we have today that exists. And what there was in the past, so like the um, uh, the 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 cave bear, the the big ass cave bear, sure. uh, the the it was about, it, it wasn't twice the size of a grizzly bear. It was like another half size, right? Right, where a grizzly so, bear's like nine feet tall, standing up. This thing was thirteen feet tall. So they think Gigantopithecus was. Uh, like, for some reason, they think it was twice as big as an orangutan. Yeah, you're you're looking at right now, like your biggest gorillas stand at about five foot seven, five foot eight, and about four hundred pounds. So you're talking about a gorilla that was probably what they're talking about is like nine nine feet tall, and maybe seven eight hundred pounds. That's your Gigantolopithecus. Well, anyway, but they've extrapolated that from nothing from from because you said they have the analogs of all these other animals. So therefore, therefore, ergo, it must be that these things were also of a similar stature and weight based on the taxonomy of, you know, the uh, bear skeleton that we have. Now, the only reason we have intact skeletons of some of these creatures is because they were dumb enough to fall in a tar pit. Oh, yeah. And we, we, we pulled them out of a tar pit. Uh, well, which anyway, is, hang on. Like, which is, like, I mean, I don't, I'm not 100% sold on those stories either. Yeah, well, I, I, I hate to look into that. Right? I know. I know. Well, like, dude, if dinosaurs were fake. Like, bro, I know dinosaurs are fake, right, but if, don't take my giant mammals from I, me. I'm not saying the giant mammals were fake. I'm talking about the tar pit stuff. Like pulling shit yeah. out the tar pits. How do you how do you know like what's in how did you pull it out of the tar pit? How did where did you like did you guys go snorkeling in the tar pit? Like, you know, did you have to send down a camera in the tar pit? Just send down a some sort of a diving bell in the tar pit? How do you know what's down there? How do you know? How do they know they pulled did they just like what did they just start dredging in the tar pit for some reason? I don't, I don't know. Every time yeah. I think of tar pits, I think of that one Aqua Teen Hunger Force episode where they go in that little uh, sub uh, uh, tour in the tar pit. Yes. And there's that one alien there with yeah. the cool phone who's really stuck up. Right. That was, <laughs> I need to watch so that much. It's funny. So much good comedy in Aqua yeah. Teen. But 
That okay. was the best sitcom ever made. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's up there. It's, it was a great show. All right. So but back oh. to back to the, the thing with the gorilla that was just discovered. When was this discovered? This one in the Congo, the large uh, ape. This is why we need Jack here. Uh, yeah, I know. But you, you brought it up, so I figured you had something pulled up on it. Oh, you brought up the gorillas being fake. I'm just saying, like... Oh. Well, you brought up that there was a... You, you mentioned that there was this thing. Anyway, that beside the point. Beside the point, there was recently discovered some sort of large ape, right? Is what you're saying? Oh, yes. The, uh, the six-foot-tall chimpanzee. Yeah, the six-foot-tall chimpanzee that is very clever and has escaped detection October since- 17th, 1902, discovery of the mountain gorilla. Okay. On the ridges of the volcanic Virunga Mountains by German explorer Robert von Behringe. Okay. The mountain gorilla was named after Gorilla Gorilla. Okay. In honor of the captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So this chimpanzee that was that has eluded detection since 1902, apparently, for what 100 and 119 years, this thing's eluded detection. Who's to say that Bigfoot isn't doing the same thing? Uh, Billy apes or Bondo mystery apes were uh, named given to a giant ape uh, inhabiting the wetlands and savanna around Billy and uh, or Biley. I don't, you Where's, know, in where? the Democratic Republic of Congo. Oh, this is in Congo. Okay. Where? Uh, yeah. What are you looking at? What, what, what did you pull up? Uh, I was looking for mystery tall apes. Oh, okay. You just Googled Mystery Tall Ape or Duck Duck yeah. Code Mystery Tall Ape? All right. Yeah. That's so, interesting. Uh, but they, they got some of the first, they, they got some of the first uh, pictures of them like five or six years ago. Right. Right. Which is amazing because, well, no, what's her face? Lived with the gorillas, right? Um, who was the woman? Jane Goodall. Fossey. Jane Diane Fossey, Diane Fossey, and Jane Goodall. Yeah, yeah. I, I only know Jane Goodall. I remember Jane Goodall because Gary Larson drew several Far Side comics involving uh, apes and uh, Jane Goodall jokes. A blonde hair, huh? Been hanging out with that good old woman again. Two apes up in the, in the tree. Anyways, um, Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know that these these gorillas, you know, just being discovered recently, these chimpanzees being discovered recently, doesn't, you know, does doesn't mean that that Bigfoot can't be doing the same thing. Honestly, right? Right. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, why not? That's what I think. You do think that? Okay. I uh, well, okay, I. I, I I get because of the mystery four one one stuff. I get a little, uh, you know, I start to wonder if maybe there is something like spoopier about the Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. like they have some kind of uh, sentience, be like that's uh, supernatural, perhaps. Well. There's a couple of takes on that, and there's one is that they have some sort of EMF sensing ability, so that whenever, whether it's a battery powered device or a corded device or 
you know, even a flashlight, you know, they can sense that EMF and that allows them to, you know, stay that far ahead of any sort of detection. There's that. I mean, why not? There's, you know, the animal check, kingdom. Check this out. Well, the animal kingdom has, you know, animals that have amazing abilities, right? Incredible abilities. Uh, click the link. Click the link. Oh, in the chat. Uh, what link? Did I not just... Oh, nope. There. This link. All right. All right. Well, you don't need to. The picture that comes picture. up. It's a picture. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, two Congo Congolese uh, holding a dead uh, dead Billy ape, right there. Right, that is a that is Jesus Christ, big motherfucker, isn't it? That is a big motherfucker. If those Congolese are, we'll we'll say they're average height. We'll say they're five eight, right? Wait, five how nine. T- how tall are you? How tall am I? That thing's yeah. my height. Okay. Yeah, that thing's as big as me. That's a okay. big fucking mo- a monkey. It's not a monkey. It's an ape. It's an ape. It's and the only the mouth. monkey that has a tail. No, I, I, not really. But there's a couple of monkeys that don't too. We did, we did this already. Uh, what? Mo- wait, the mouth. What monkey doesn't have a tail? Uh, there's. Hold on, I gotta look it up. There's a couple monkeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an ape if it doesn't have a tail. No, there's. I think there's two species. Uh, what species of monkey has no tail? 260 living species have tails. Uh, where is it? The Barbary macaque. And it's two types of macaques. It's the Barbary macaque and another type of macaque that don't, they don't have tails. Okay, fine. So, yeah. But hey, look. I, I, if you were going to say gibbons, I was like, gibbons are apes. Yeah, and gi- yeah, no, gibbons are, yeah, they're, they don't have tails, but they're amazing fucking athletes those things are crazy i love so, going to, i love going to the gibbon enclosure at a zoo and just watch those things jump around um i'm a big fan of lemurs but yeah oh like, yeah uh, lemurs gibbons are, are gibbons are great uh since we're talking about archaeology sure can i can i get into a little something real quick yeah this, let's, this let's i know you're gonna i know i know where you're going i know the tangent you want to go down well let's let's finish talking about bigfoot and and this ape stuff first before we get into okay all right, I I know what you want to do. I know what you want to do. And I'm uh, we'll we'll do it. We'll do it. But uh, so that Billy ape, right? Those are a, a separate species of of great ape, right? Right. Okay. I would love like if I was in a post rock band, that would have to be that that photo right there would have to be one of my album covers. That is just wouldn't wouldn't that look great on a forty five? Dude, that's like, really cool. That's a really cool picture. <laughs> like, that's such I mean, a it's, really good photo, man. Yeah, it's kind of nasty, it. but, you know. Well, there's, like, anguish in it, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like, it's- you can see. Yeah, you can see that, that that ape probably killed somebody in their tribe. Yeah, well, that's 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 the thing. Mm-hmm. They, the, they, yeah, the, they were known to do that. The billy apes would come into the, would come into the villages and attack humans. Yes. Yeah. Gorillas don't do that so much, but these things now the Billy Apes could be could be something like what you know in North America we we call Bigfoot, what in um or related to it you know like what they call the Yowie like skunk ape. Sure, it could be like a skunk ape from Florida, right? Who's to say there's not some sort of a of a of a large ape 
in the swamps in Florida. Those things aren't completely mapped and you know they haven't been i'm pretty sure they haven't been a hundred percent explored either i will never get over those two photos of the orangutan looking uh skunk ape that 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 old that old lady took in her backyard yeah yeah no reason to lie those pictures are not fake Uh, it's absolutely real you know explain explain this explain this truly truly bizarre Mm -hmm. you know i'm not saying Uh, it's exact i'm not saying i know for a fact that it's a skunk ape but i don't know what the fuck it is and explain that picture please you know it's it's there you can look at the picture you can see what's in the picture and if you can explain it to me and then how it's like you know swamp gas or some sort of a light refracting off of i don't know i forgot the name of the the movie but it used to come on like saturday afternoons on uhf television whenever i was a kid and it was about a skunk ape in louisiana that was uh that was a uh, given a family a hard time and it, that was a good that was a kind of good spoopy movie huh when i was a kid i i, I somebody in the somebody in the audience probably remembers the name of the movie but yeah, it used to come on, used to come on a lot. Apparently, you know, they were just uh, they were just drawing from the recent at the time. It was late seventies, early eighties, I believe. Uh, the just the the fad of people seeing these things everywhere. Was it a movie called The Wild Man? I don't know. I I don't think so. All right, Swamp Ape, maybe. I, I don't I, like. There's I, there's uh, one called the Ochopi Skunk name. Ape. There's a movie called the Ochoki Ochopi Skunk Ape. That might be it. And then there's okay, Skunk Ape is from 2003. Swamp Ape. Okay, that's an independent feature film about a group of college researchers who embark on a study in deep into the Everglades. Hmm. Does that sound like no. it? No, this was not like a documentary. This is more right, like right, a, right. Was it 1970s or 1980s? I think 70s. Let me see, 1970s. Well, nope. late 70s, early 80s just completely blends in for me. The Wild like, Man is, think- uh, and then there's, yeah, there's the Wild Man, then there's Ochopi Skunk Ape, and then there's, hmm, Ochopi Skunk Ape might be it. Seems that, a little long-winded, but you know, yeah, for a movie. Name, oh no, this but, is it. Never mind. This is a documentary. Hmm. I don't see. know. Images for the skin skunk ape. Skunk ape movie was made in Tampa. Yeah, I think it's going to be the one. That's the only one I can find. There was another piece of footage that Southern they used Fried to show Bigfoot on Quest. <laughs> No, it sounds well. Sounds, sounds super gay, right super there. Gay. Yeah, no, it's um, probably the Wild Man. The Wild Man was in, was a '70s movie. Well, I'm looking it up right now. It's an, okay. I'm doing the IMDb. It so there is this footage they used to air on Monster Quest of this large ape uh, wading through tall wet grass. Yeah. Oh, and never mind, dude. This is footage? from 2020. Never mind. So we don't know what the movie is. Okay, never mind. Uh, what were you, what are you talking about now? 
Do you ever see the footage? Uh, they used to show it on Monster Quest. It was a large ape uh, waiting, like walking through, like t- like tall, uh, like wet grass, like Everglades yes. kind of stuff. Yeah, it was supposed to be a skunk ape. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering what the fuck that was. Uh, apparently, there's also some island with a bunch of uh, misfit chimpanzees on it. Is that? Do you remember hearing about that? Uh-uh. Interesting. Yeah. Island medical, misfit probably chimpanzees? medical experiment chimpanzees that were released. Now they're like an invasive species. That's be interesting. Was this like uh, this island is full of diseased chimps abandoned by a US government program, Monkey Island, the Liberian island inhabited by Basically, the real Planet of the Apes. Yeah, this island is full of diseased chimps abandoned by a U.S. testing lab. Off the coast of Liberia. Yep. An island inhabited solely by chimpanzees that were infected with a barrage of diseases and abandoned there by a testing lab. It sounds like the beginning of a movie, but there's nothing fictional about this place. New visitors to Monkey Island, as it's called by locals, are unwelcome. Apart from a few trusted caretakers who bring the chimps food, anyone who attempts to set foot on the island will face the animal's wrath. They reportedly act aggressively and throw fruit at tourists as they approach the island. But how do they get there? Back in 1974, the New York Blood Center set up a controversial laboratory in Liberia to develop vaccines for infectious diseases. Huh. How about that? United States fucking companies Hmm. doing... Infectious disease testing outside of the United States. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, so these were chimps that were purchased from private owners or taken from the wild. So they didn't discriminate on where they stole these creatures from. And they infected them with hepatitis and something called river blindness. Good God. Why? What? Which this reminds me, I, this may be more of like a pause button sort of uh, topic or episode, but I we need to get into the making of the movie The Island of Dr. Moreau from the 90s. Ooh. I actually, I actually saw that one. It's a lot of times... Everybody's like, oh, this movie was great. This movie, we got to talk about this one. I hadn't seen it. I've actually seen that one. I love that movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. It's creepy. Creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. But I like uh, I like those movies. Have you heard about some of the fucked up shit that it took to make that movie? No, go on. Um, well, Val Kilmer was at the height of his success. This is before he turned into Fat Val, right? Right. Okay. And uh, apparently there was in- incredibly retarded accommodations made for him, as well as t- in order to get Marlon Brando to play Dr. Moreau. Right. And uh, there was uh, the the director uh, ended up losing his mind during the during the filming of the entire L- thing. Literally went and crazy? Or Literally went crazy. Wow. Uh, he can't. He's he's back making movies now, but like he took a twenty year, like pretty much a twenty year hiatus from directing movies. Well, who's after this that guy? Movie. What's he, his name? 
Uh, I forgot the director's name, but he just did a Nicholas. He just did the color out of space with Nicholas Cage. Oh, he did the color movie. out of space. Yeah. It, the movie's awful. Yeah, yeah. 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 He should have stayed. He should have stayed retired. That's what I thought too. Mm. But um, mm. he did that movie Hardware, which I really liked. Mm, uh, haven't seen it. You know, a dystopian future movie with killer robot. It's yeah. It's a. But uh, anyway. Um, yeah, there's a lot more crazy shit that happened too. I think they did a documentary on it, as a matter of fact. But uh, yeah, and that's one of those '90s movies that I, I always go back to. It's uh, uh, Val Kilmer's performance on, in that movie is just one of these really weird, and and Marlon Brando's performance just one of these super weird. Dude, Marlon Brando. Yeah, at that point, his career was insane, I think, right? He was literally... I mean, he's tor- he was towards the end of his life. Yeah, you know? he was losing his mind at this point. Yeah. Like, getting him to... Like, I'm, have- I, I'm surprised. Like, I, I think half the lines in that movie by him were ad-libbed. Yeah, like, absolutely. Because some, some of the things he says don't make any sense. But you're like, it's Marlon Brando, so okay. <laughs> this, guy's, this guy's fathered half of Hollywood. Don't forget yeah. that. Don't forget that he's responsible for probably a good percentage of the children born in the breeding program out there. It's I, I heard on a speaker in the mall once that you cannot see California without Marlon Brando's eyes. Yeah, I was going to bring that back up. Um, I'm pretty sure he knows what he's talking about about that. Uh, yeah, I think that has something to do with the bloodlines and the, the breeding programs out there. Yeah. I think I, don't I know, heard I don't that know. while passing a hot topic once. Yeah. You probably did. I don't know. Some, some fucking assistant manager, some weird kid from Iowa or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Iowa. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Corn, nothing but corn and fat chicks out there. Just kidding, just kidding to our listeners in Iowa. I'm just joking, bro. Just joking. We have to Dude, stop picking have, on. We probably have more listeners in Kenya than Iowa. Yeah. Oh, so I don't know. We do have. We had. Uh, I thought we. I, I did the map thing again, and people are like, "Oh, well, it's just you know people you know signing in through their VPN." Okay, sure. I'm sure. I'm sure people use you know Liberia and Ghana and. DR Congo and um, where else did we have one from the other day? We had like, well, speak, you know, speaking of, we consistently you know, have one in Israel, a breakdown of where our listeners are yeah. from. We're, we're going to be doing listener emails tonight. Yeah. Yeah, we are actually, I totally forgot about that. We, we've been, we do, we've, we've neglected the emails for so long and I feel bad because there's some really good ones in there. And, we never get around to answering them or talking about them. So well, we are tonight. Yeah, we are. Um, we don't have any donations this week. And we, I haven't gone back to the post office since Thursday. So there was nothing there by Thursday. I read off all the stuff we had the other day. So we really don't have any business. Um, other than like to thank all of you who have purchased t-shirts so far from our pals at dissidentapparel.com. Uh, keep it up. We have a new shirt design coming up. Should be um should we just drop it ASAP? Just throw it out there. Yeah. And right. uh okay. I'll, 
And mine's going to be in the mail to you soon. Yes. So we have, yeah. we will have three total of three new t-shirts. So that'll be a total of six shirts total that you can purchase from dissidentapparel.com slash ally slash paranormies. Um, yeah. So you can, you know, you can be seen six days a week in a different paranormies shirt. It's kind of cool. Can I get into this uh, bit before we get into the emails? Yeah, yeah, I really want to get into this bit too because now, now I'm all loosened up and we're all done with we're all done talking about gorillas and cryptids and stuff. But uh, last last note on cryptids and and the big feats thing, uh, we will have to do another episode on maybe like the ties between the great apes and what we think of Bigfoot and whatever because, like I said, Absolutely. man, like I said they've only been discovered. You know, the great apes have been discovered for less than 120 years. So right. we don't know anything about them. Literally nothing. So who's to say Who's to say that there's not 20 different species living in 20 different places that we don't know about because they have some sort of um, built-in device, you know, a fight or flight uh, um upgrade that we don't have, you know, things we don't understand, you know, uh, certain bats can hear things with their, you know, what they can see things with the radar, right? They use, they use radar and they can, they can see things in 3d with their ears, you know, imagine maybe something, holy shit. The wolves are going nuts again. Is that the micro wolf? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. It happens. They're uh, spunky little creatures. Miniature. I, I find that the more you miniaturize some of these, some of these um, megafauna, the angrier they get. You know, it's a concentrated wolf. He is truly ferocious. Yeah, I wouldn't mess um, with him. I've, I've seen, I wouldn't mess with those teeth. All right, so let's get into your let's get into your thing. You 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 uh you got a DM from somebody right, and it just kind of. Yes, I'm not going to use yeah. this person's name because right. uh, I, I respect his anonymity in this regard, and I don't know if he's still associated with any of these people. But, hey, DB, how close would you say we are to getting Sefer on the show? Reminds me, I was in an extremely low-quality Agartha-themed group chat that he got brought in on last year, and he left after in, an insane and embarrassing hour. The jerk-offs blew it. Could have been so cool. I I completely did not like reading this information. And I said I basically gave a little miniature this is why we can't have nice things speech. And I, I was like I and I said just I said this is absolutely horrific to me. I'm 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 picturing like a GC full of edgy Apu and fucking anime Abbeys uh dressed in <laughs> SS regalia fucking blowing him up with, you know, with like memes of himself. Yeah. Or, or, or yeah. Or just like, or, or like some, some wigger with son, spinning sonorod, uh, sp- sonorods in their sunglasses saying, I got that real bro. Or, you know, like I, I'm just like, dude, it just, and, and I, I, I said something to this effect and he said, Funny, I was trying to recall. I blotted out most of it. Very forgettable crew. More animes than a poos, I'm pretty sure, though. I blacked out when I realized what was going on. 
It was like a death kick from online Trump holdouts that modeled their collective personality on a Panther Den video. But like one copy away from that. That's the vibe. And I, I have no I, idea I, what that means. I, I, reading verbatim. I, the I know. I'm, I'm trying to comprehend what is a Panther Den vibe. Uh, Panther Den was a content creator for a while that was doing edgy vaporwave uh, right-wing adjacent videos. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, that happens. I've seen that happen before. You know, I used to get dragged. I'm not trying to say that I'm on the same at all, anywhere near the same level as Robert Seffer, but they drag people into these weird group chats and it's like, yeah, this is funny for like five seconds. At least I come from the meme side, you know, of the internet. I'm not sure where the autistic Aryan, you know, philosopher, king, guy, anthropology, excuse me, not philosopher, anthropology guy. Uh, I don't think, yeah, I don't, I don't think getting bombarded with, with spinning son and rad gifs. Would be his. Yeah, his sort I, of thing. I, 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 listen. It's embarrassing. It, it's embarrassing. Help. You know, this it, doesn't help our cause. Right. Please, people, do not do shit like this. This right. does not help. Well, I mean, it happens. You know, I mean, I've been in, I've been in chats where they've dragged some, you know, some GCs on Twitter. They've dragged some big names in for like five minutes, you know, and they're like, oh, God, you guys are retards. All right. See you later. You know, it happens. It happens a lot. Um, yeah. But I've I've never actually seen any of the big names that were dragged in uh, for the purpose of being uh, the object of humor for the afternoon. Like, you know, I was in a was in a chat where they decided to drag in Tulsi Gabbard. Sure, and uh, that that went nowhere. You know, I heard and as that. far as I know, if that chat still exists. <laughs> She's probably still technically in that chat <laughs> unless somebody blocked her, you know? So interesting. Um, yeah. 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 Like it happens. It happens. She it's like, it's like air quotes. Right. It, it's like adding, you know, adding a meme guy to the, to the Skype call, you know, you'd be talking to, you know, be doing a, doing a thing and then drop some, I don't know. I don't want to name drop. I hate doing that. You know how it is. If Reinhardt was here, he would name drop Dave Ramsey. Yeah, it'd be like it'd be like adding Dave Ramsey to your chat and then blasting him with stuff like, "Dave, I got a bunch of two dollar bills. Are they worth anything?" You know, I got some Confederate money. Right, I got uh, some Confederate money. Uh, turn this into some stocks. Right. Can I take my Deutsch, my Reichmarks, my Reichmarks, and my OG shekels? My shekels have clutch marks on them from where I had to pry them from the Jews' fingers. But, you know, this is the kind of stuff that they would be saying to these people, and these people would be like, who are you retards, and bounce out the chat. Right? Even, yes. Uh, I, I'm just going to reiterate, we would really like to have Robert Seffer on as Absolutely. an interview on this show, even though he bought a Tesla and he may or may not have named it Stormtrooper. Why did you tell me that? Where did you hear this? 
It's one of his tweets, man. It's an all-white Tesla, white at, on the outside and white on the inside. Yeah. And he was going to name it Stormtrooper. <sighs> why, Bobby, why? Why? I don't like that. No. All right. Anyway. You you don't like it, it, either he's a making a little wink wink nudge nudge towards a certain era in european history mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. he's really into star wars gonna right. gonna like, gonna probably say more column b than column a to be quite mm-hmm. honest with you fam uh, it's sad, but whatever. It's whatever. It's it's whatever. Is it okay for guys in our age group to still have a soft spot for the original trilogy? If they're normies, then sure. Okay. Why do you? Is this? Are you talking about yourself? Are you asking for a friend? Oh no! I no! I I I still I still enjoy. Uh, I, I still enjoy the memories that I have of the mm. original trilogy when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Jedi in the theater when I was a kid. So yeah, my, you, my dad took me to see Jedi in the theater and then we snuck in to see uh, temple of doom. So yeah, that's like same. One of the best. That's one of the most fun days I had with my dad in my life. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go so edgelord in my mid forties about some of this stuff to discount uh, perfectly wholesome, good memories I had with family members in the past. That's retarded. Oh no, dude. I, so my aunt, when she was dating, uh, my uncle, the guy she's married to and has been forever. Um, when they were dating, she used to take my brother and I with her and, and him on dates. Like she used to make him like pay for us to go to like, you know, go to the movies. You're taking me and my nephews to the movies, like that kind of stuff. So uh, they took us, I was really young. They took us to see E.T. They took us to see uh, Jedi and Temple of Doom. We did the same thing, except it wasn't my dad. We had Jedi and Temple of Doom the same day. It's good those stuff. Are, those are great. Yeah, those are great day for movies. I actually, I remember being young enough to where uh, Molaram uh, pulling dude's heart out kind of freaked me out as a kid. Now I'm like, get him, Molaram, you know, Molaram, Solaram, Molaram. Anyways, let me see. Uh, is there an email you wanted to start off yeah, with? Yeah, let's we- do the emails now. Let's do the emails. Let's not talk about movies. Well, we have in the emails. We have so many. Um, I'd like to. We have a guy who sent us. Guy sent a donation to the post office box and it came back, returned to sender. Uh, sorry, dude. I don't know what happened. That is the correct post office box. That post office box is 3036 Kingsport, Tennessee, 37664-0036. That is the correct address. I don't know why. I don't know why that happened. Sorry, buddy. Um, so... Yes, he sent us, this guy sent us a list of questions. Do you want to do the questions first, or do you want to read, just read some emails and save his questions for later? I want to save his questions for the beginning of the second hour, but okay. like I had a quick one that I wanted to get out of the way. Okay. Uh, this, this, this completely, it didn't surprise me, but it sort of blew my mind. I don't know. Um, Which one? 
I brought up Hot Topic earlier, right? Yeah. Well, there was an entire genre of music that in the night in the uh, aughts that I called mallcore, and uh, pretty much some of the uh, kings of mallcore was a band called AFI. A fire now, inside. Except yes. that they that originally stood for Anthems for Insubordination. Really, they were a punk band. Really, yeah, and then they, they and, changed yeah. their name. Yeah, well, huh. I mean, who who knew? When when my friend told me that there was a band called Anthems for Insubordination, like, uh, at, in like two thousand one, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then he played them for me, and I was like, wow, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's really shitty music. They, they then, have a couple. I don't want to. I don't want to hate. Right. They do have a couple of good songs. They have, they have a couple right. of good songs. If you say so. But here's the email. Uh, hey guys, so excited about the midweek updates. You've been putting in lots of work, and it shows. Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, should do we do we give out the names on here? Or, okay, well, he just, the guy's name is Luke Nukem fourteen eighty eight. Come on. Okay. Yeah. All right. I need to know how many members of AFI are trans, and what's up with these dudes slash chicks? I like this band, but I'm pretty sure at least two of them are faggot demons or trannies or something. Their music videos have lots of symbolism. A few examples are Girls Not Gray and Snow Cats. Weird lyrics, dot, dot, dot. I don't know what's up, but I need your guys' take. Most importantly, Dogbots being the tranny guy and all. Keep up the good work, gentlemen. Luke. Um, I'm not the... I'm not the tranny guy. No, okay, all right, it doesn't matter. It, uh, well, I decided to. I decided I, to do. Uh, I, I decided to do my due diligence. Okay. And I watched both of these videos. Girls that not he gray. Talks about in here. You watch girls not gray, which is one of their okay songs. It's not a. None of their songs are good. That song was fucking terrible. <laughs> but okay, um, it starts off with an anime Alice from Alice in Wonderland chasing what looks like a gummy pink uh, rabbit into an alley where the band is playing, and they both dive into the lead singer's crotch and appear in a colorful Wonderland where the band is playing and crying and playing and crying. And uh, at some point, the uh, Alice uh, turns into white petals uh and disappears and then the singer blows the white petals out of his crotch uh into the sky okay all right uh snow cats is like an mk ultra cia video uh it's just got this like spinning pink triangle and like the the band uh all look like ftms and they're all wearing white, and they yeah. keep talking about being in Himalayan white, and it seems like a complete, like, it seems like, I felt like I was being monarch programmed while I was watching it, and there was this entire Eye of Horus thing going on. Yeah, I turned that one off halfway through. I, I said, was gonna... I, think I, I, I think I get the gist on this one. Yeah. And so then I decided, uh, all right, well, I better pull up a couple pictures of the band, right? Let's see which two. I have a, you see the first First one that I first picture I chose, right? Uh, it's right next to the Gavin McInnes one from last week. Right. Uh, I think I know which two he's talking about. Probably yeah, the two on the left. They look like 
classic FTM. Um, I, yeah, I, I, two of them definitely have like full on guy stuff going on. The two guys on the right, the two on the left, the one on the far left, I believe that's the singer. I can't remember his name. No, that's not the, oh, the one on the far left is the singer. Yeah. The one on the far left is the singer with the eyeshadow and all that stuff. He's, uh, I the, believe the one next to him is the guitarist. Yeah, the the guitar player. I am actually more on board with being a FTM. Uh, the singer is built to its shoulders are really wide. Um, he does everything he can to make his face look feminine, but I'm pretty sure that one was born a dude. But the guitar player, in my opinion, looks more. And honestly, the bald guy. The bald guy's build is more feminine than the singer. The singer uh, has got the wider shoulders, narrower hips, male build, where uh, the bald guy has wider hips, you know, more uh, even hips and shoulders. Uh, Jack, can you look up to see if the drummer is Jewish? Oh, that's schnoz. Yeah, that's completely possible. Uh, okay. Jack did join can, us. Yes, I can see. He's got Jack joined us via phone because Jack can't find his mic. I can see how the two on the left would be FTM. Like I can, like, uh, like we with the shoulder thing with FTM, we've already proven that the testosterone the 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 testosterone does fucked up shit to their their shoulder muscles and it it, it distorts that. No, I'm not talking about his muscles. Sh- I'm talking about his. The way he's built, the the bone structure. He's got the straight clavicles. He he's doing the thing. If you, in the second picture, where the two are in the middle, um, mm-hmm. he is looking very much classic, male to female, not passing in your office human resources hire type tranny. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what okay. he's doing. That's what I'm seeing uh, from this guy. Now the other one. The other one, and again, the bald dude has that weird, tiny build, you know. And the other guy's got the, the head that's too big for the, you know, the shoulders. Definitely female build. Um, but yeah, I don't. I honestly, I mean, it's it it's possible, you know, with all these things, they could all be trans. Who the fuck knows with these? I can't weird... look at these creatures anymore. Yeah, they're, they're uh, one of the worst covers of a band that I really love. Like I love Danzig Era Misfits. And one of my exposures to uh, a fire inside was their cover of the Misfit song Halloween, and oh, it no. was one of the most god awful things I'd ever heard in my life. Oh no, um, I didn't know they did that. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Well, what a terrible thing to do to a great song. Sorry, Luke. Uh, I don't like your band, but um, that. There's definitely something very off-putting about this. Uh, l- listen, the the same off-putting sense that you are getting from, I'm assuming, are these two members. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because mm-hmm. the other two seem like like very generic rhythm section of. They of do, any, other than the fact like, that the bald they, guy is it, built like a woman. The bald like, guy has be, women's hips and small shoulders. That's like. If you showed me those two guys and told me they were the rhythm section to Puddle of Mud or, or Chevelle or, 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 you know what I'm saying? Well, they couldn't be the, they couldn't punch. be the rhythm like, section. It, it looks like every other generic rhythm section of any band. Like I, I, 
<laughs> like, right. I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been able to distinguish distinguish them. You know. Okay, you can you can stop with the music snobbery. I get it. But we, it, we get it. You, wait, you, you know what I'm saying, right? I, I, like, yes, okay. I do. I do get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, but, oh wow, the drummer's got a gray t-shirt and jeans. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty standard. <laughs> right, he's wearing a black t-shirt and Vans. You know, black jeans. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm telling you, the singer is doing the male looking like trying to look like a female thing. It's All right. Not, yeah. I, yeah. I, I see. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, but in that, in that snow cats video, mm-hmm. I got a, I got a weird FTM vibe from like the entire band. Well, that's probably intent, you know, intended to. And it's, the they even talk video. about wearing a dress or something. So there's yeah, like, they, there's, there's like a whole lot of, there's a whole lot of ambiguity going on there. That's mm-hmm. very off putting and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. They are. And again, they're from the the early aughts, sort of. What did you call them? Mallcore. Yes, this is definitely mallcore. mallcore. This is hot topic, uh, semi screamo, uh, popular in the like I'd say like oh five to yeah like the the mid yeah. to late aughts yeah oh five eighty dollars sweatshirts oh god <laughs> eighty dollars sweatshirts and Slipknot t shirts and. Yeah. Right. Right. So trip bondage pants with their logo on it. <laughs> so well, let me see more emails. Let's scroll through. We got a um an email from a guy who says, "Hey, hello, Paranormies. More post-war true facts movies disguised as entertainment. No CGI, real footage of obvious facts in full color." And he sent the movie uh, a link to a movie called Reptilicus. It is an old, uh, I guess it's an old black and white movie that does a lot of, has like a lot of truth drops in it. I am going to watch it tomorrow and I will send you the link. Uh, well, you have the emails, so you can check it out. Uh, we should check it out and, and see what it, see what it has to do with. But um, thank you for that. There's so many emails. Oh my God. Hello. Hello, Paramalanians. Okay. Thank you for your careful discussion of the Tartaria phenomenon. One feature of the Tartaria buildings is the supposition that there are natural architectural design features which naturally invoke the flow of electricity, integrated lightning rods, or full-on power plants. It would be refreshing to hear Monsieur Monoxide discuss skilled knowledge, electricity, and plasma flow in grug-accessible terms, since there are numerous points of overlap between unusual phenomenon that involve the flow of electricity in one form or another. For instance, the natural plasma discharges between planets that raise lake and river systems, which are in imprint observable natural circuits of signature electrical form. There are a few discussions of this overwhelming logos on thunderbolts. Uh, additionally, though, there are Jewish sex freak, freak claims to orgone orgasm energy from the likes of William Reich associated with electric and energetic systems such as cloud busting, perhaps not different in nature from chemtrail concerns, kike sex, magic freaks and government chemical psychopathy. The general feature of commonality being the flux of broad zones of charged particulate set amidst normal activities and civilized pursuits of Aryan nature. 
In the Tartarian world, these energized fields may have similar, have similar design features, that of direct current electrical flow through characteristically amenable materials. Big logs of lead, copper wool, perhaps lost polymers, natural ambers, or plastics. Asteroid remnant glass, such as moldavite or peridot. Hmm. Haven't we always had electricity? Those circuit diagrams in the pyramids power plants of Egypt, for instance. Certainly, we have always tracked time and standardized surveying orientations for buildings by way of astronomy. Making a great mystery of this somewhat grug normal seems like a Jew hustle, even if egged on by academic shills. We have cesium clocks with astonishing accuracy, but we aren't making a mystery religion of that. So why would our past, by comparison, be so grievously weird? Is there a way to step down the presence of natural electricity throughout our history to a place that makes sense rather than a vast conflation of theology, ancestor estrangement, and hyper-nuanced nitpicking, which only seems to alienate us from our providence with the powers of nature and our careful understanding of her? Salve Vittoria. Jesus. All right. I think he um, basically broke it down for us. Yeah, the technology to extract the electricity from the ether has been taken away from us. It's been hidden. I mean, all the tech that you can see, that's what it was for. You, know, you can see the antennae or whatever you want to call them on those old churches, especially the Gothic ones, um, or wherever you see those, what they call lightning rods, you know, on those old, older buildings. So, yeah, there was, you know, there, there was a way to do this before to take uh, the electricity and from the plasma in the ether. But uh, we don't do that anymore. You know, we burn oil and coal and stuff to make power. Did you see the video I sent you about how radium used to be used all the time? Yeah. To, uh, and uh, I thought that was amazing. Like, well, that brings up, when that brings up like the topic of like Galen Windsor. You know, and and radiation being fake and gay. Well, and those fireplaces that aren't fireplaces. Right. The fireplaces right. that aren't right. fireplaces in the Tartarian buildings. Well, these giant fireplaces, huge fireplaces. Right. Like, but, like we're supposed to believe that fires were actually lit in them. Like, right. Why would you want to cover these beautiful, uh, these beautiful metallic sculptures with soot? Like, yeah. it would be a pain in the fucking dick to clean them. They were, yeah, like, the inside of the fireplace had sculptures and carvings and things. You know, like, where the fire was supposed to be. And they didn't and have chimneys. Metal. And they didn't have chimneys. No, they didn't. Right. They chimneys had to, had to install be, chimneys. Ch right. Chimneys had to be installed. And the chimneys that they installed were incorrect. They were built incorrect because the way that these, quote, fireplaces were built, the chimneys were too narrow and when they actually did burn fires in them, they would actually uh, end up with chimney fires and burn a lot of these houses down. Amazing. These amazing, amazing works of architecture by our grug retards. Must have heat. Yeah, they were probably radium heaters. And, you know, and if, if you subscribe to the Disney revelation of the method through movies, um, in the movie Mary Poppins, they use the fireplace as a transporter, you know, just like a portal. It's possible they were portals. Who know, Who the hell knows? Don't tell me I'm crazy because I think they could possibly be portals because you don't know any fucking different guy. So are you, are you telling me the grand king-size bed can also be used to transport to other dimensions where there are cartoons? Bed knobs and broomsticks, maybe? Uh, I think that's more childish fantasy, but um, the buildings in Mary Poppins were all huge 
like the bank and all the, the, the houses and stuff, they were all a huge Tartarian type. Um, what we would consider like the Victorian, what we call quote Victorian, uh, what the people who are, you know, doing this Tartary research call Tartarian buildings. Yeah. Like all the Mary Poppins, more like Marlon Poppins. Okay. Who's a dude? Mary Poppins. Really? Yeah. Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews was a dude? Yeah. You're- and a witch. I mean, like, what? Like, comes down from some weird cloud in the sky and does oh, all this magic and yeah, everything. That's Mary Poppins you got and your, magic. Yeah. You got your. your, your you're having your kids raised by a witch while you're off doing what? You know? Banker, other witchcraft with money. Nice. Well, did you ever see, yeah, in, in the movie The Bankers, like the board of trustees or whatever, these old, old cranksters, like, look like, they look like wizards and, you know. So what was Dick Van Dyke's table. grift in that movie? Like, what, like Dick, what was? Dick Van Dyke was the, um, he was, he was the chimney sweep. Chim, right, chim, was he like chim, in chim, love chim, with chim, Mary chim, Poppins? Chim, like, yeah, he was like Mary Poppins' boyfriend, but not. It's kind of gay. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, that that movie, you know, brought out a lot of the feminism stuff. There was like a whole, uh, there was a suffragettes song in that movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like I like pointing that stuff out. My wife doesn't like when I do that, but yeah, I do that anyways. I like that. I like that David Bowie song, Suffragette City. That, that is a good, a good song. One. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Very empowering. Yeah. Listen, don't tell me. You can't afford the ticket, all right? I'm telling you right now. No. All right, don't lean get on out, me, man. Get out, get, get out of my apartment. <laughs> my, <laughs> my side chick's coming over. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the lyrics of the song. Pretty it's much. Like, it's like, yeah, that's it's pretty much the whole gist of the song yeah. of Suffragette City is like, dude, you're wearing on me. Uh, my chick's about to come over and I'm trying to get some, get yeah. the fuck out of my you, house. You gotta go, bro. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. you don't gotta leave, you, you gotta go home, but you gotta get the hell out of here. Yeah, like, yeah. like I, I, I'm not giving you any money for, for any bus fare or anything either. Just get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, based. Yes. Based, <laughs> David, I mean, how based was he though? He was, you know, number one he male and moments. female, number one male and number moments. one female rock star at the same time. You know, yeah, yeah, female, male and female performer. Thank you, Ziggy Stardust. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was. I mean, that was a that one was an obvious swap. That was clearly David Bowie, <laughs> still David Bowie. Not his manager. No, that's still, that's just David Bowie in it. Yeah, it's the same picture. Talking yeah. about himself for twenty minutes on a show. Oh yeah, like that's that, that 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 like that's that's a weird flex. Talk it? about take yeah weird flex, but okay, hey, but talk about taking the piss, right? Jeez. Yeah. Um. Well, back to this. Back to this email. So this guy, this guy basically, you know, wants us to discuss uh, Tartarian electricity stuff. I think that's a good a good thing. We we should talk about Tesla and how Tesla's fake and gay. Tesla's no more real than Helen Keller. Um Helen Keller's fake. Tesla's fake. All these all these fucking all these people that they present to you in history are fake. You know, they're made up or they're um they weren't even real. Shakespeare. 
you know, William Shakespeare was obviously Sir Francis Bacon in his group of writers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Plato Tesla, might not have been real either. Plato, yeah, Plato might not have been real. Plato might have been the first, like, recorded one of those things where they, you know, had a whole bunch of people write and just call it one person's works. I know Reinhardt doesn't like to hear that, but there are people that suspect that of Tolkien. You know. Oh yeah, like yeah, dude. You're really trying to give him an aneurysm with this episode. No, Gorillas I know. I know he's not Tolkien's here. He's not, not here real. to defend. Look, look. I haven't. I, I haven't had a go at Timothy Alberino yet. So, dude, if if you say, say Nephilim aren't real, we're like. Oh no, Nephilim are real. Nephilim are definitely real. Don't. I mean, we can't. I can't deny that. We're not gonna. We're not doing that. But. Um, no, I'm, and I'm not saying that I believe that Tolkien was a group of people, but there are people that believe that one person could not have possibly done all of that work by himself. Um, he had his son, so it was him and his son. Di- so it's two people. In in our exploration of reset theory and mm-hmm. uh, the the mud flood and Tartarian stuff, we will be doing a more in-depth analysis into the antiquitech side of the discussion you know we 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 hinted at it with the first episode and of course you know like talking about airships is is basically also talking about antiquitech but uh there there is some very strange uh there there are some very interesting observations as well as strange observations as to the use of some of these leftover water towers, uh, some of these, you know, the spires and um, the arrangement of pillars and uh, some of these uh, domes. Oh, yeah, dude. Between the domes, the spires, and the like you said, the arrangement of things, uh, the way that the way the spires are arranged in certain geometric patterns. Um, right. they, they create energy fields and, you know, work within energy fields around the earth. And we are well over an hour and this is what happens. You're having fun talking about stuff you like talking about. Let's play a song, DB. What do we got this week? Yeah. John Parr, St. Elmo's Fire, Man in Motion. You weren't kidding. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll be back. <laughs>
All right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Paranormies. I'm still Johnny Monoxide with Dogbot and Jack. Jack's over here taking notes. We're just doing emails tonight, man. It's just chill. Reinhardt apparently got eaten by that albino mountain gorilla, man. That's it's a vicious attack. It and, is. Uh, it is, what, and it's. What we need is Reinhardt to listen to Man in Motion and produce a training montage and go out and attack. Go out. Go on. Go on the attack. Go on the offensive. All right. Against this this beast that exists. It's not just a midget in a suit. It better not be anyway. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. If the albino gorilla turns out to be a midget in a suit, we're gonna have to have a long talk with Reinhardt about mm-hmm. some stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I forgot. I, I lied. I lied. We did get a donation. We got a Bitcoin donation, and we received eighty-eight fourteen in Bitcoin. Nice. The other day, yeah. And we got an email. Uh, it says, hi, Johnny. I sent you a meme amount of Bitcoin today while listening to the latest episode. It's always Cherokee. Remember that? My mother, whose family was from Kentucky going back to the late 1700s, told us kids we were 164th Cherokee, which is the exact amount Elizabeth Warren used to get fancy jobs in academia. Since I'm not an awful, I never exploited this non-fact. My brother did a 21, a 21 in me, 23 in me. He's around 21. And we are 100% North Euros, England and France. So I guess my mom just passed on some family rumor. Anyway, I'm liking the Paranormies more and more as it and Piss Earth converge. You will soon be the podcast of record. You can pay some ISP bills or buy a very nice bottle of booze. I did run across an interesting book called Arctos about Nazi le- legends in Antarctica. But since it was written in the mid-1990s, it might be a bit dated and not of so much interest. Cheers, Lucent Badger. Thanks, bro. Appreciate that. I actually... I actually think it being written in the late in the 1990s actually is a, more appealing to me than if it was written last year. Yeah, I actually have a copy of Arctos. That's a that's a pr- pretty good Antarctica Hollow Earth um, Agartha book. Yeah, get my hands on a copy. Yeah, you know, uh, if you, it, you guys want to do some more Hollow Earth stuff, we can get. I, I can get you guys the stuff we that the stuff that uh, Jan Lamprecht and I were uh, using. When Adam and I did the Hollow Earth series with him, definitely, and okay. I, I still need to get my hands on that uh, Doctor Steve Quayle book about Nazis in Antarctica. Which book is the Steve Quayle book? I don't. Oh, it came out. It came out in like 2014. Do I have to navigate his website to get it? Or... Oh Jesus, uh, that's 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 one of the problems. He's got one of the most okay. boomer like. Mm-hmm. Pre MySpace era. Oh, dude, it's uh, fucking straight like, geosites or whatever, however it's pronounced. Yeah. Geocities or geosites or, right? Old school. To, to, to the credit, though, mm-hmm. there aren't all that crazy fucked up pop ups that, like, a new site nowadays will will have come up. Sure. It's just which, if you try to look at it on your phone, everything is so tiny. You yeah. You have and, to look at it on a desktop. Which to, to get to, yeah, the thing is, is on your phone to get rid of those pop-ups, you have to have the tiniest fingertip to get that X. You know, yeah. you'll never, you have to do the whole blow it up and the X. And anyway, that's, no, but, that's an aside. Yeah. Jack, yeah. why don't you, Jack, look up the Steve Quayle Antarctica book and see where we can get it. Because apparently it's a book that we need to look at. 
we'll pick up. I remember his we'll interview about it on Alex Jones, and okay. it was a very compelling interview. Okay. Like it, it took up the entire episode uh, that about day the book? of Alex Jones. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll definitely check it out. I mean, it's not like you know, it's not like we don't have enough reading to do as it is. Yeah, we can always add more to the stack. For sure. Um, where, Before, where yeah, okay. Questions? So we did the donation. I got my. I I asked for forgiveness for lying. Did I well, you didn't that? lie. You just didn't. You didn't see the. You didn't see the alert. No, like, I, dude. No, gone, I, right? I got. Right. We got the donation a couple of days ago. That was the problem. So I forgot. Oh, yeah. well. Thank. Thank you very much. And we we thank do really appreciate yes. your donations, guys. Absolutely. It doesn't go to. Yeah, we're not buying like appliances for the house or a boat or anything. We're actually getting books and uh, doing road trips and stuff that have to do with content for the. Oh, are you there? Yeah, are you there, dude? Hold on a second. The internet did a dip thing. Yeah, you 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 got really fuzzy for a second there, and I I got fuzzy on your end. I don't know if that was from my internet or on your end. Yeah, we we definitely don't spend the donations frivolously. Uh, you just took pictures of the Georgia Guidestones. Jack got some cool shots of a star fort. We're going to start putting together these photo albums and putting them up on, on Paranormies.com. That's what we're going to do. Well, uh, pretty soon, you know, I'll have my road trip report together and we can talk about on the we can talk about on the program mm -hmm. uh but yeah it it was a it was a pretty interesting trip a couple of weeks ago and uh i'm looking forward to sharing it with the uh what i saw and what i observed with the audience yeah that'll be fun and then jack i know you're on your phone but you checked out a star fort um, was it one or was it two two separate star forts? Or was it was just one. It was uh, it was one. Um, the um, what was it the Fort Independence, I believe. Okay. Yeah, when you get when you get your mic and we get together, we we need to talk about uh, the star fort that you went and saw. Yeah, we'll, we'll just do it all together. We'll do it on the same episode. Yeah, we're gonna have a debrief of two little paranormies field trips, and that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go do some more on location stuff. That'll be fun. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, like, I very strongly encourage everyone who enjoys this content and especially the reset and mud flood stuff. Uh, find the oldest places nearby you mm -hmm. three hour drive, make a weekend out of it and go check out some of these buildings again with the new lens uh, you know, look at some of this architecture again with the new lens that this was something that we inherited and you, you have a, you like, I I'm sure as it is for me, uh, as it has been for me and I'm sure as it has been for many other people, you get an entirely new appreciation for the complexity of the architecture that's been, that we've just sort of taken for granted our entire lives. Yeah, for sure. Like you look at these, whether they're the state capitol buildings or these hospitals or school building that they turned into, you know, a school or that they turned into a courthouse or they turned into a state capitol. Um, you definitely get a new appreciation for these things because, again, you know these these weren't these weren't built the way that they told us we were, they were built. So yeah, so go out there, go check these buildings out. I'm sure. 
I'm sure if you're close enough to one of these major cities, you know, and I think it's it's most major cities at this point in North America and a good percentage of minor cities. Somebody asked us that question. I don't remember if it was in the comment section or in the chat or whatever, but uh, if we believed that not just the major cities, like, you know, like Buffalo, Chicago, Philadelphia, San Francisco, if they were inherited, but what about the, uh, the you know, the not so major cities, the minor? Yeah, it's it's possible. It's possible that like the entire country had already been settled with infrastructure and all this stuff. And then it was just inherited. And as they re-educated and repopulated, you know, they changed the entire history. And again, it wouldn't take very long. It would only take two, possibly three generations tops. So yeah, go out there and look <laughs> at this stuff. Oh man. Uh, so one of the emails that you had highlighted, Johnny, had a very interesting series of questions. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, that was the guy. So this guy, because uh, something happened with the um, the PO box. So he said, "Yes, can you answer our questions?" And he sent. He says two questions. It's literally. It starts off two questions. His two questions are four pages long. <laughs> Good Lord. We could probably do an entire episode on his questions. But well, shall, we nar- shall we narrow it down? Yeah, sure. Let's narrow it down. He starts off, there's one, one series of questions is about magic and ritual. Um, and he asks, if we believe there's something significant to certain magic rituals, in other words, can certain magic rituals produce tangible results, in your opinion? You want to go first? Can you please repeat that slower? Okay. I, I do you believe that there is something significant to certain magic rituals? In other words, can certain magic rituals produce tangible results in your opinion? All right, so let me try to answer this to the best of my ability because when you when you when you read me this question over the phone while I was driving yesterday, uh, most of my life I have pretty much assumed that most magic is just bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, any results is uh, psychologically induced, uh, and part of this has to do with seeing edgy chicks uh goth gfs in the 90s who stole books from the occult section at walden books try to perform some of the magic out of the these books right sure and and nothing would happen nothing would happen but they had convinced themselves that something had happened right yeah these are the high school wiccans or whatever you want to call them the big titty goth gfs scene girls right so um, on that level, mm-hmm. I, I'm still based on, uh, wisdom guided by experience. I think most of that stuff is bullshit, but do the people who are, are controllers believe that rituals work? Yes, because they have mass Mitch rituals performed on us, uh, that, the, that everybody participates in, i.e. the Super Bowl halftime show or, uh, 
the masked singer, you know, things like that. These rituals mean something to them. And, uh, so they mean something to them. I don't like the, the ritual at CERN that they, that means something to them. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know by, by saying, do they work? Well, I think it works for them. Like, I don't know if I, and uh, I don't think that this stuff works for us. I think there has to be, there's some component that's vastly missing or something. Yeah, it's probably the whole child sacrifice part. Ah, well, yeah, there yeah. you go. And it's probably, yeah, that's probably what we're missing. Um, no, I, I agree with you. And like we say on the show, uh, you know, whether or not you believe it, they do. And these people most certainly do believe that these magic rituals work for them and they believe it gives them power, whether it's, uh, whether, whether it's, you know, Satan or Lucifer or whatever God they're praying to or whatever, but these people that are doing now certain magic rituals, again, not the hot topic assistant manager, goth GF, you know, who has, um, you know, some copy of, uh, the, you know, the satanic verses and, um, you know, has done some cutting on herself, you know, not that Dude, I just, yeah. I think I just heard one of our listeners say I can save her. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are guys that are, that are guys like that. <laughs> no, I'm sure there are. Hey, these, these chicks are hot. Some of these, you know, some of these, these goth GF girls to clean them up, get them back to an, you know, an, a normal human look. And, uh, some of them are pretty hot. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the first part's not going to happen. The second part, the second part is even more remote. What getting him back to? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Shit, was my phone unmuted or something? Did you guys hear me? Uh, what happened, Jack? Are you good? Uh, I was, I was just saying, Dogbot called me out. Yeah. Dogbot <laughs> called you out. Yeah, Dogbot called you out, Jack. You're the listen. You're you're definitely you're definitely Captain. I don't want to call you Captain Savaho there when it comes to, but with, when it, with, you have a soft spot for goth GFs, we understand. Seeing girls, Jack, just yeah. just just listen to me, your older your older brother spiritually. Uh, don't don't go, don't go that don't go down that road. Trust me, it's yeah. uh yeah. Those memes, do those memes are a good 10, 15 years old at this point. None of but them. they're powerful. <laughs> they are. Well, they are. And scene girl titties are powerful. We know this. We know this. Yes. Yeah. But, Jack, at this point in your life, scene girl titties are not going to help you out. No. I know. All right. Enough uh, with the scene girl titties. Uh, okay. The, magic. the B part. Now, the B. The hold B on. Part. Hold on. So, the magic. Yeah. At certain levels, these people do these rituals. Look, we're not the ones out in the field in the purple robes with you know, different stars and moons and stuff on them. That was George Bush and uh, Xi from China and Putin and all these other weird, quote, not Freemasons, but the, they're they're probably all skull and bones and different uh, different branches of the skull and bones worldwide. But yeah, they do. We don't. You don't have to believe it. These people do. The ones that are doing the magic rituals, they believe it. So. Uh, it, it doesn't matter whether we, in my opinion, whether it produces tangible results, uh, because to these people it does. So whether I think it does is irrelevant. Exactly. Yeah. 
But do I think they get stuff from it? Absolutely. I do. <laughs> now, my opinion on it is irrelevant, but do I think that they do get power from it? Absolutely, I think they do. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't sacrifice the kids. They wouldn't do the things they do uh, to get the power. They have the power, don't they? They're, they're in power. They're telling you what to do. Yeah, right? So, yeah, they're in, they're, it does give them something. All right, so the B. So if it's true that something like 9-11 was a very carefully engineered black magic ritual, then does it stand to reason that, again, it, if it were true, a carefully engineered white magic ritual could produce an equal opposite to 9-11? In other words, if black magic can produce large-scale disasters that benefit the few dark ritual engineers, to so to say, then do you believe that White magic has the power to produce large-scale fortunes that would benefit whole populations in the same way. No. Yeah, no. No, there is no, no. white wizard. That's the Listen, short answer. Gandalf yeah. is not coming down the hill bringing the sunshine and a herd of elves on horseback. It's not happening. Uh, rigorous prayer and uh, a strengthened bond between you and your higher power. Is, that is, is better. Is how you combat these dark forces. Yes, absolutely. It's that. not. There's no. There's no white magic ritual. There's there. There's no. 119 that we're going to be able to pull off that that reverses. Yeah, 9/11. there's no way. Right. There's. It's. It's not like. You know. You're you're not going to get everybody to sing kumbaya and all of a sudden or whatever you have to sing and, and you know and the good magic makes the bad stuff go away. No, it's not going to doesn't work like that. Right. If, if it worked like that, if it worked like that then singing and that kind of stuff would still I don't know, be powerful. I guess I guess at one point um was it Jericho, right? They used a that was a sound cannon though. It was tr- okay. yeah, trumpets. Yeah. Those were trumpets. Yeah, it wasn't singing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't believe that there's there's no there's no good big magic good it's no big good magic ritual. I don't believe that there is such a thing. Uh, that was a good prodigy know. song, Jericho. Jericho, yeah. Um, prodigy had a lot uh, of good stuff. Okay, so yeah, so the answer to that is we believe no. Do you believe that some kind of dark magic could be behind the strange and ruthless success of the perennial elite ruling class? The answer to that, absolutely, we believe that. It's one and the same. The dark it's magic like, behind yeah. the elites are, yes, yes, is what is why they're successful. Yes. Do you believe that the entities from other places can be summoned via certain rituals? Well, if yes, then do you believe? Well, the entities- then you got to answer that question first. It's it. Do you believe that some kind of dark magic could be, oh, wait, sorry, do you believe that entities from other places can be summoned via certain rituals? Do you believe that? Isn't that what they do, though? Like, in, isn't that like, isn't that what they, isn't that part of the point? They of, they of talk about it openly. Rituals? Well, they talk about it openly. Like, doesn't um, I forgot who it was that Hillary Clinton says she channels all the time. She channels Eleanor Roosevelt, maybe. She channels right. Eleanor Roosevelt. You know, they, they make jokes. Tom Brady, Tom Brady on some interview, either before or after the Super Bowl, he was talking about how his wife Giselle is a witch. And, you know, it's it's good. I should be uh-huh, doing these rituals funny. for you. 
I should do these rituals for you. Ha 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 ha. And you know, and so she does these rituals. Ha 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 ha. And the, but she says, but I'm, but it's good that I do these rituals. Ha 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 ha. But it's good that I'm a good witch, though, right? Ha 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 ha. What? Wait a minute. What? Like, okay, and, you know, well, and, Tom, and Tom Brady's laughing the whole time and, you know, and the interviewer is laughing the whole time, too, because, oh, we're just talking about witchcraft. And it's just funny. Isn't it funny like that? It's just funny. My wife's doing these rituals to make sure that I'm successful. And he happens to be the most successful football player in the history of football. And then the guy that was uh, ritually sacrificed last year before all the lockdowns and the COVID stuff, Kobe, o Kobe Bryant. Oh, yes. Uh, I, I was about to say Kobe O'Brien, uh, whatever, you know, like I don't COVID O'Brien. Um, what? COVID O'Brien. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that's the name of the episode. COVID O'Brien. Um, that's good. Uh, he did a video with Muppets talking about summoning your dark muse mm -hmm. and drawing upon your anger and your hatred in order to gain victory over your, over your enemies. And oh, yes, that, over your opponents. He said opponents. That's part of his black mamba uh, sort of persona. And if you look at all the Nike logos with the black mamba, there's an entirely satanic component going on there. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, but also, Beyonce would talk about uh, she summons a she channels a demon. Well, she in air quotes so Sasha channels Fierce. a demon before it goes out on the stage, and uh, she becomes yeah she becomes Sasha Fierce. That's so gay. <laughs> That's so I, I know. Hard, right? Look, I don't make like, like, I don't make this stuff like, up, but I, they do. Like, I, oh, I Ozzy, they, they say the same thing about Ozzy. Not true. Dude, Ozzy Osbourne, the guy can't fucking speak, right? Even when he was doing the Osbourne show in what? In two, when was the Osbournes on MTV? The uh, 90s? Early, very earliest aughts. Like the earliest aughts. The late oh. 90s, early aughts, right? I remember seeing it. I, I, you all right? Everybody okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Okay. I remember seeing it in like 98 or 99. Anyways, so back then he could barely speak, but he'd get on stage and he could sing every single one of his songs as powerfully as as he was on on record. Maybe it was lip syncing, um, or I actually, you know, again, I believe that he does some sort of summoning. His wife's a witch. Yeah, I, I just had a chupacabra try to get up on the kitchen counter to get to some of this V8. Oh I guess God. it thought it was like chicken blood or something, and it knocked down some stuff. So. Dude, you're those chupacabras. Yeah, they can jump from the floor to the freaking counter. You got to be careful those things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're eating something they want it, they can jump up right up to your face and take it. They will take like half your face off by accident and just walk if off. They want. Yeah. yeah. Dude, those teeth are very dangerous. Very dangerous. You're you're uh you're brave. You're brave, you know, to sleep around oh, but those. But they're things. so cute. Sure. You know? sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sure I love them yeah. so much. I know, I know, and I think that's what keeps them from killing you. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's always good. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope I had. Let's hope I don't have a bad day, right? Right, right. Uh, back to uh, back to what we were talking about. Um, shit, what were we talking about? D. Let's get to D. Yes, D. D is, do you believe that entities from other places can be summoned via certain rituals? If yes, then do you believe these entities have the ability to do things for the summoners? Um, if they are summoning entities, sure, that's the whole point of summoning them, to get these things to do things for you. Uh, unless they summon them by accident, you know, like, like apparently 
you know, we've talked about this before. The drummer from Tool summoned some sort of thing. And right. They, yeah, and they couldn't but, go into the studio for like a week. But again, again, like I said before, it's Tool. And like they could have just been like doing one of the things where like, fuck it. We're not going back to the King's, studio for six months. King Solomon summoned demons. Yes. Yeah, right. To build the. To build he summoned Jin. He summoned Jin to build to build the temple. Absolutely. He yeah. King Solomon was quite the master of demonology and summoning right. so creatures. The whole point of summoning these things I'm not trying to speak condescendingly to the person who wrote the email. The whole point of some of these summoning these things is so they do something for you. Right. You don't summon them for no reason. Right. You, you it's, summon, it's yeah. your hopes that they're going to do something for right, you. They may do something to you. Right. That's the and that's the problem is that most times there is a price to pay for summoning them and getting them to do the th- to do the bit. All right. Uh, here's E. What is your opinion of popular magicians such as Chris Angel, David Blaine, etc.? My opinion is that they are really great actors, charlatans, and uh, prestidigitators. What was that? What was that last word? Prestidigitators. Mm-hmm. Prestidigitation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I actually I worked on that because that's one of those words that I would normally stumble over. I sound like I'm trying to start a leaf blower. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you're not Mexican. No, but the <laughs> no, I I have my own leaf blower. I do it myself. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but what is Press my digitation? What is my opinion of Chris Angel, your David Blaine, your uh, David Copperfield? Uh, they Are were we lo- including Job from Arrested Development in this? <laughs> sure, why not? Okay. Uh, these guys are these guys are illusionists. And that's what they they are. They are illusionists. They are presenting an illusion. They aren't tricks, George. This right. are illusions. <laughs> 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 yes. Or that comic from the 90s. It's magic. I'm fooling you and you don't like it. <laughs> Dude, uh, I yeah. Anyway. Dude, uh, listen. Here's the thing. They're performing illusions, mm-hmm. but I would not be shocked if because of the level of their success, and this, uh, I'm also including Penn, Penn and Teller. Oh, you wait, know, wait. Uh, hang like, on to that thought. But yeah, continue. I, I, am, I, am, I am willing to say that they probably gave up something in order to have the level of success that they do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, one of the most funniest phenomenons uh, in racial dynamics is watching black people react to card tricks on the street. You would think that you perform voodoo, like Dude. in front of them. You you would think that you wrote you you created something out of thin air. Dude. Like the way that they react, like. The way that some of them react is literally that the, all of a sudden they feel like they're in the presence of an evil spirit, and yeah. some of them get some of them, some of them like love it and get really surprised. But then there are some of them that get really, really like spooked. Uh, they get, they get yeah, spooked get by really, it. Absolutely really spooked. Yeah, I know, dude. And, I've and, seen. And I don't know. Watching like David that, Blaine. Like, I've always, dude. Watching David Blaine when David Blaine phenomenon first came out, and he was the right. guy that. Uh, when I first started noticing like blacks and magicians and whatever, 
And it was, I mean, it doesn't matter how high profile of a black you are. Emmett Smith. Oh, yeah. Emmett Smith's reaction to David Blaine was it's like classic. I thought classic but, nigger reaction to magic. But I also had like a glimmer of a moment where I'm like, if the camera wasn't on, would Emmett Smith assault David Blaine right now because he thought he was in the presence of the devil? Like, didn't you get the? Like, I you get the yeah, that I got the vibe the, the where glimmer of violence, where of, Emmett of Smith potential violence. Yeah, he had that moment where he almost, yeah, he almost fucked David Blaine up for <laughs> for that. I could see and, it happen. And, and for people that don't know what we're talking about, I, I'm pretty sure it's an easily available. It's uh, one of his more. It's one of the most popular David Blaine videos. Just just do David Blaine, Emmett Smith. That's all you have to do, and yeah. it'll it'll come up. It's hilarious. David Blaine, you know, and I love the South Park joke about it. Where they just made uh, that's twa. Every, uh, twa. 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 <laughs> everybody says anything. Yeah, but and it's true. He's he's kind of. He's 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 kind of got a very lackadaisical sort of you know sort of uh, when he talks. Well, do you do you remember the super best friends? That was funny. Super best friends was was a good gag. Um, yeah. But yeah, Dave, David Blaine does a lot of the stuff, and a lot of a lot of the David Blaine stuff was with like blacks on the boardwalk and stuff, and it, and it's pretty funny watching blacks react to that. And yeah, watching blacks react to magic in general is pretty funny because you do get. You get the the super freaked out, oh my god, reaction, and then you get the they just seen to ghosts, you know, and they are not happy about that. They are very well, blacks, you know, they're very superstitious. They come, they've had uh, in Africa, they've had all kinds of you know Jewish kabbalistic magic foisted on them. What with with voodoo and um, what's the other stuff? There's voodoo and there's. Santeria, it doesn't matter what, what color brown you are, the Jews are putting Kamala on you. Well, um anyway. I I got an I got an email about the uh, about the Marilyn Manson episode. Oh, okay. Well dude, this guy's email goes on for three more pages. These questions. Do we want to do all three pages or I mean, no. But, okay. Um, <laughs> I wasn't sure. I thought like well, uh, he asked a couple of really cool ones. Uh, I mean, not really cool, but like, he, it's not a cool question, I guess. It's like, you know, just like, it's like, what ifs, right? He does the superhero thing. Then he asked, this is actually a pretty cool question. He asked uh, if, if he thinks that's possible, repressed or hidden technology, some of the stuff that they show us in uh, the movies, like, you know, functional Iron Man suits and stuff like that. Uh, the med bays, as depicted in the film Elysium, um, successfully doing stuff like Terminator models, like that kind of stuff, uh, different technology. Well, if, you, if you believe in the breakaway civilization, mm. then, then oh, yes. it is likely that they have some of these things that, 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 that they show in these, these near future sci-fi situations like Westworld, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, like, like 3d printing a limb and stuff like that. I, I, I mean, it's really hard to say if they, if they truly did have that, um, would Prince Philip be dead? Yeah, if they truly had all that stuff, Prince Philip would not have looked like a cadaver for the past couple of right. years. And yeah, he would he would yeah. Yeah, he would still be hopping around. I mean, there's a this guy does offer quite a few good hypothetical questions. You know, a lot of hypothetical stuff here. Um, a lot of speculation in these questions. 
I will. We, yeah, we'll go over these at another time. There's a lot of stuff. There's, he's got questions about NASA. He's got questions about science. I think the I think the questions we broke into were pretty good, though. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, the, there is the, there is a lot to be said about the rituals that the elites are performing in public, in the media, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't shock me if they're also. Uh, dropping other hints about things that they get to have that we don't with breakaway civilization. Now, do I? Uh, I think they have a full Iron Man suit. I don't know, but yeah, they knows? definitely have. They like. I, I'm pretty worried about nano drones that have like the explosive impact of a bullet that could knock you, that can knock you out in a crowded carport. You know? Yeah. 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 I know that they have they have little drones that can take you out. You know. Wherever you're at, actually. Yeah. So, like, uh, that that kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. It does kind of suck. And when you say breakaway civilization, you don't mean, like, Richard Dolan uh, civilizations on Mars and stuff. No, I mean, like, uh, like under, like, some remote area of Tasmania, like, that, that's been completely... Right. Yeah, you know, or, or, like, uh, wherever the tunnels from the Denver airport go Raccoon to, City, shit like that. basically. Raccoon City. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I do believe that that exists. I mean, I, I know that that exists. Like Livermore Labs, there is a whole city under under the ground there in California. What's the one that Cooper talks about uh, it, under the Granite Mountain? Um, Iron Mountain. That's in Colorado. Or no, he, he's talking about one in uh, West Virginia, I think. Oh, never uh, mind. Oh, the one. Yeah, there's. Yeah, there's. That has like a full. It has like shopping malls and all well, kinds that's, of shit. Well, again, there dude, like, come on. That's that's Bill Cooper, and I, I don't necessarily. I'm having a hard time believing anything in that book anymore. Yeah, I really am. I really am now. Uh, and you know, I understand the people that think that Bill Cooper was helpful and got them along. And again, I was one of them. I've said that. You know, if it wasn't for Bill Cooper, I wouldn't be here to where I am. Um. And that's true, and that just means that I, you know, and the people that have gone further than Bill Cooper, you know, those of us, we had the ability to see past his bullshit, and that that whole book is just full of bullshit, dude. <laughs> I continued to listen to the the audio book, and listening to that uh, be read in that British accent, that matter of fact, just dry British accent. Kind of made me hate him a little more. <laughs> well, you want to do some want to do some fun emails? Yeah, let's do some fun emails. Okay, we'll do this guy's. Right. This guy's got a lot more questions. It's a lot of uh, hypothetical, a lot of speculation that he wants us to do. Uh, I would rather uh, we sit down, me, you, Reinhardt, and and Jack, and we look this over, and we we do our speculating, and maybe take some notes, and maybe we do a little piece on this because some of this would be really good content, like all the NASA stuff, the last page and a half with all the NASA questions. I think that'd be good to do uh, kind of a roundtable with all of us. So anyway, let's get on to the yeah, let's do the, let's do the couple of fun ones. All right, uh, yeah. Henlo friends, I'm our, like I was I was. I- you know, I already pictured a Napu Abbey. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been aware of the show for about two years now. From finding your missing 411 video on Tube, <laughs> I found your Zencast and WordPress about six months ago, and you have been my go-to wage-cucking cope podcast. 
Y'all have been consistently blowing my mind about all the stuff I used to dismiss, like transvestigations, flat hollow earth, earth. rewritten history. Say it right. He said and, Well, and, no. And uh, the general fake and gayness of everything I was taught by cat ladies in school. Anyway, I was listening to the show about Marilyn Manson a few weeks ago, and I was inspired to take a deep dive on my favorite band, Blue Oyster Cult. Who boy, was that a rabbit hole deep. As just a taste, the band's famous symbol logo is just a straight-up an alchemic, alchemical symbol for Saturn. Secondly, the band was managed, unsurprisingly, by a Jewish guy named Sandy Perlman, oh, who is most likely a practicing Kabbalist with a fascination for H.P. Lovecraft in World War II. Wait a second, I have a fascination for H.P. Lovecraft in World War II. That doesn't mean I'm a practicing Kabbalist. Anyway, uh, one VH1 documentary later, and the last album the band released before they broke up in the late 80s is pretty much the Gen 6 conspiracy having a baby with the shadow out of time, and the resulting spawn being slathered in overproduced 80s guitars and reverb. So uh, he's digging for more info at the moment, and if all of it sounds interesting, he would be happy to share anything with us goys. Uh, if not, he says, sorry for bothering you with my boomer posting. No, do not be sorry. Thank you very much. Um, Blue Oyster Cult is a very strange band in the sense that their entire reputation has been completely revamped with one Will Ferrell and <laughs> you know, one Will Ferrell skit where he's hitting a cowbell. You know, like ah. it's, you know, the, the more cowbell thing has done more to bring blue oyster cult to people's attention than anything else. And th that song, that song is about committing suicide. So it's, uh, it's, you know, don't fear the reaper is about killing yourself. Right. And the. And if anything, the use of the, the the metronomic use of the cowbell in that song is almost like one of those uh, hypnotic repeater sounds that you can put in a song. I'm not saying it inspired anybody to kill themselves. Right? No, I'm not. We're I'm, not doing that. I'm just saying. We're not going to do saying, the PMRC thing. Yeah, I'm just saying that. Like they, uh, there's already some. Yeah, there's already some bad juju going on with the band. I never even thought about the symbol being the al alchemical symbol for Saturn until I, I looked at it again. Hey, Jack, do you think you could pull up the uh, an image of the band's symbol real quick? Yeah, that's... Well, all these bands from that era have some sort of occultic uh, thing going on. Who's this... Jack, who's this pictures of these, this chick... That's the that's the the model from this other email. Oh, that's the model. Yeah. Okay. So that's the model, and that thing came out saying that it had been born male, and it had been fooling people for years. Yeah, I don't know about fooling. Well, it's it it obviously did. I mean, it worked for God knows how long. How I don't know how many years. I don't know how many years. Yeah, it's so yeah, he, hard. Like. I have for you. such a hard time looking at fashion models to begin with. Like they all, they they've always been very off-putting to mm -hmm. me. But this one, 
Yeah, this one's really this, bad. This this that's rugged. Like I, I uh, should we should we read the email what that one's attached to? I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's read that one real quick. Which one's that? And then we're gonna have to we'll wrap it up. with this will be the last one. What is that one? We're we're getting at two hours. Oh, we are. Yeah. Well, then let's do the artist. Do the artist one. Yeah. All right. So this one is um, hello, Paraweenies. Hmm. This is from nobody. Okay, uh, this is perhaps the most important thing I've ever come across. This artist, Javier Caleja, he makes sculptures of children hanging from meat hooks. My guess, he wanted to be famous at any cost. Someone approached him and told him what specifically they wanted to be made, and he made it. And now he's famous and hanging out with Steve Aoki. He's that DJ that he's does the cake thing. Throws yeah, cakes. Throws cakes, yeah. He makes, yeah, you get caked by Steve Aoki. He gets, makes paintings of children's wearing obscenities like fuck on t-shirts, stacks of children's heads on top of each other, on top of one another. The good news is these pseudo-Satanists only operate at the lower rungs. Your Epsteins and Podestas are not the cream of the crop elites, but we must still fight them and spread the word. We know what they're up to. Perhaps if you want to do a deep dive on the art world, I can be a resource. I only ask to keep my email and identity a secret. If, if you, you have, have children, this should yeah, fucking infuriate I, you beyond any belief. Just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what he says. Yes. Erase all doubts you may have that shit is going down. And in all caps, the paranormies are always right. I'm clinking glasses with him right now. Thank you so much. Uh, yes, that is children hanging from meat hooks in a cage. Yes, those are piles of children's heads on top of each other. Yes, that child is wearing a t-shirt saying everything comes. Shit is real, boys. Uh... I went ahead and tried to find some of this guy's edgier art uh, just through Google Images, right? Most of it is very generic kids. I had to go pretty far down in order to find one of one of these pictures of the kid on the meat hook. Mm-hmm. They're pretty. Uh, that's pretty disturbing. He's. They sell them in in dolls, yeah, like in toys. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I do not, I do not fucking get it. Like, and uh, on the very, or between the AFI picture and the meat hook picture is uh, the art installation of the kid hanging from the hook. Uh, he's got no pants on. No, he's got tan pants on. No, his, his, uh, that, that is the same, uh, that is the same wood that's used for the face. Hmm. So, all right. Um, well, okay. If he doesn't have any pants on, okay. I thought he just had a pair of tan pants on. That's fine. Yeah. Then he doesn't have pants on. That's just even more disturbing. Either way, either way, he's got a kid hanging from a hook. I mean, that's like that's yeah. Bad he enough. sells dolls of kids hanging from right. Hooks, this like, guy sells dolls of figures. It's, yeah, it's bad enough you got your fucking Funko Pop right, but mm-hmm. now you got uh, now you've your got a Funko kid Pop kid from a meat hook right. Funko Pop, and you've got Funko Pop heads in a pile. I couldn't find the the drawing of a kid with everything comes on it, but uh, mm. like uh, this picture of him sh- uh, showing the devil horns has the kid behind him that says "fuck" on the T-shirt. Yeah. Yep. Uh, even though he's Hispanic, most of his uh, most of these drawings of the children oh come that, on uh, he's seem fucking Sephardic Caucasian kids. Look at that picture of him. That dude is a Sephardic Jew, a hundred percent. Yeah, he's he's of the Sephardic uh 
Hispanic type. Yeah. The, uh, that guy's, yeah, that guy's fucking Mexican. Like, I'm, never mind. <laughs> right. The the transgender model, by the way, I think is named Teddy Quinn Livin. Yeah. That's the one that's in that other email. Yeah. Yes. Teddy Quinn Livin, transgender model. She was one of the top models in the country for years, passing it as a woman. A few years later into their career, came out as trans, revealing she had been a biological male the whole time. It worked advantageously to their career, but makes me wonder how crazy your theory is. This is proof positive it has happened at least once with this person only coming out because of the upcomings you can get for being trans. Being a white model is definitely a strike against them, so might as well pull out the trans card. Yeah. I I, I can see I can see the point there, mm-hmm. but uh, this person listened to the Scott Howard interview and, uh, you know, uh, basically the most famous undisclosed movie screen tranny that came out as translator uh, was the Bond girl from For Your Eyes Only came out in a Brazil, a, a Brazil issue of Playboy mm-hmm. in the early 90s and said, I, I'm a I'm a post-op transsexual. You know, so, uh, but, but that, that one had, you know, and, and that's just, that's just one that revealed it. Yeah. You know? How many of them haven't, you know, there's the Miss Vancouver who got kicked out of the Miss Universe pageant for not disclosing that it was born male. Right. You know, even we, though it won, it won Miss Elliot, Vancouver. The, the Elliot to Ellen to Elliot Page situation. Yeah. You know, that's, there, there, there'll be more. Oh, here's the blue oyster cult image. Yeah, that's that's the with the symbol of Saturn. Yeah, they the, well they actually uh, added the little hologram of Saturn there in the middle. The, the 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 symbol their symbol is the big the hook, you know the the hook with the cross. The Saturn is not supposed to be there, but yeah, there's definitely, definitely wow. Is. Yep, that's mm-hmm. well, you know, and it's smashing Rome, isn't it? Is that is that it's, what's happening well, here? Roman architecture, Grecian architecture, something. Yeah. Okay, so the Egyptian uh the Egyptian symbol is smashing the Roman stuff. There's a, there's a lot of there's yeah, a lot going on. Here. There's a lot going there's a lot going on on the the cover of this blue oyster cult, this eighties. My mom band. had like a couple of their tapes. I didn't like yeah. that stuff when I was a kid. I wasn't just a, not a fan. Not a fan. I, I, I don't know, like prog rock, uh, straight up prog rock, uh, just didn't do a whole lot for me when I was younger. Prog rock I, to me, I don't. Is, are they prog rock? Is that what they are? Consider right, like Toto and Yes and all that. Stuff, I, yes, right? yeah. I didn't think Toto was prog rock. I yes, don't know. I could. I can see that. Um, you know that and uh, Rush and Kansas, Dixie Kansas. Dregs. Yeah, that's that's prog rock. Yeah, Kansas for sure. Steve Morse, absolutely. Well, I was just thinking about bands named after states and cities. Oh well. Do you have it, to be from Kansas to name your band Kansas? Maybe. Probably. So, like, do you think the band Europe was actually from Europe? Yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure. What they were. Like, what about Asia? Was Asia? No, they Asia? were. I think Asia were white dudes from like California. Okay, it's possible they weren't, but. So was Boston from Boston? I believe Tom Skoll, Skulls, 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 the the guitar player. Mm-hmm. I believe he was. I think that was. Was America from America? 
No, I think the catch is they were Canadian. That's funny. It's possible. So, I'm, I'm probably lying too. I'm, I don't know. So that, I honestly don't know. That band, that band Daughters, did an 11 minute long song uh, album called Canada Songs, and they're from Michigan. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they they are not Canadian. No, the only bands I know that really rep where they're actually from are like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. There's like at least one line about California in every single one of their songs. Yeah, I think like, Boards of Canada are from uh, like St. Louis. Okay, cool. But but Chicago's actually from Chicago. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of. That's kind of the, the point of the name. It makes sense. I mean, well, you would think you would think that Boston, the guys that all be from Boston. You would think. You would think. Right. Yeah. All right. All right well, um, we're gonna wrap this one up. Jack's got uh, a pasta for us. Uh, that was our email show. I'm sure there's a lot more emails we did not get to. But thank you everybody for writing the emails and giving us some content. We have plenty more of them. We have more content coming. Um, hopefully Reinhardt will be better for that. Poor guy. But that gorilla's got to go. I pray for his success. Yeah, I do too. But that 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 albino thing's got to go. It reminds right. if me. If worse comes to worse, some well, of these Bitcoin donations may go to his crossbow for shooting yeah. the albino yeah. gorilla, so he doesn't miss any more programs. Yeah. Well, I mean, right now that thing is reminding me of the late stage evolutionary. Um progress from the movie evolution remember that thing yeah. took out the cameras that's what i'm like i'm thinking it's not even an albino ape at this point i think it might be some sort of weird hollow earth agarthan sort of mutant creature it's possible mm. has to be i mean like right i mean like regular gorillas don't cause that kind of an infection with a regular bite it's almost like this thing had like the komodo dragon saliva we should ask you, Reinhardt to get a swab analysis, and uh, we'll, uh, you know, we'll go send the uh, saliva to a DNA facility yeah. to see what comes up. Clockwise, twelve times. All right, we're gonna get out of here. <laughs> Don't forget, we're on Telegram. T.me/slash/theparanormies present. Dogbot, your uh, chupacabra. Kennel. Uh, yeah, T.me/slash/chupacabra underscore kennel. I'd like to thank the. 550 plus subscribers I have that's very kind of them to sit and listen to my rants and listen to the songs that I post and uh, look at the stupid memes that I put on there. Right on. Uh, Reinhardt is t.me slash Nephilim Hour. Jack has the t.me slash Necronormicon. And then you have also Jack's internal shit posts. Correct? Yes, sir. All right, that's it. Cool. We're going to get out of here, and uh, we'll see you all later. Time travel makes you gay. It was 1 a.m., and Guy Halverson sat in his dark living room. He hadn't moved for over an hour. The accident earlier that evening kept playing over and over in his mind. The light turned red, but he was in a hurry and accelerated. An orange blur came from his right, and in a split second, there was a violent jolt then the bicyclist rolled across his hood and fell out of sight on the pavement. Horns blared angrily, and he panicked, stepping on the gas and screeching away from the chaos into the darkness, shaken and keeping an eye on his rearview mirror until he got home. Why did you run, you idiot? He'd never committed a crime before this, and punished himself by imagining years in jail, his career gone, 
his family gone, his future gone. Why not just go to the police right now? You can afford a lawyer. Then someone tapped on the front door, and his world suddenly crumbled away beneath him. They found me. There was nothing he could do but answer it. Running would only make matters worse. His body trembling, he got up, went to the door, and opened it. A police officer stood under the porch light. Mr. Halverson? Asked the grim officer. He let out a defeated sigh. Yes, let me... I am terribly sorry, but I'm afraid I have some bad news. Your son's bike was struck by a hit-and-run driver this evening. He died at the scene. I'm very sorry for your loss.